Welcome to AM Best Audio. As the property reinsurance market faces some unexpected challenges, there are growing concerns that it could lead to potential issues in coverage renewals and significantly impact larger entities such as health systems and their reinsurance policies. I'm Lori Chortis for AMBEST TV. And joining us now to discuss that is Kevin Carnell. He's the Executive Chairman of Healthcare at CAC Specialty. Kevin, welcome. It's great to see you. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. So, Kevin, can you tell us about the state of the property reinsurance market today and some of the evolving challenges it currently faces? Yeah, well, all you need to do is look in the current news and and see what the challenges are, which are really the severity of our natural catastrophes today. And so, you know, the reinsurance market is the is the is in the in the property world comes into play when the losses are very significant. So these natural disasters are having a, a really uh, a really meaningful effect on the reinsurance market. You know, the, there were, there was an article that I was reading earlier this week talking about how Maui used to be how Hawaii used to be the most profitable state for homeowners insurance, and and that event just made it perhaps the least profitable state except for Florida this year. So it's it's everything you read about. Um, wildfires, hurricanes, and they have the impact that make the property reinsurance market very hard and very difficult right now. Absolutely. And what impact is that having on healthcare systems? Well, most healthcare systems, and, and, and the buyers might not always be aware of it, but their property policies will be specifically reinsured. So they might buy a property policy from, you know, like a big name company like Travelers or, you know, just just pick a carrier. And that specific policy is reinsured so that effectively they have multiple carriers on that their policy, even though, you know, on paper, it might look like one. So because each policy is is typically reinsured because the limits are so significant, then Every time a policy is renewed, the underwriter goes out and, and looks to buy a reinsurance placement just for just for that particular coverage. Um, and so with the market being so hard and capacity being so tight, it becomes difficult to get the level of reinsurance that the carriers might want on a particular placement. So it, it obviously impacts pricing. It also impacts capacity. It might be that a, a large health system could be used to carrying a billion dollar limit and it but but it might be that the but the carrier who issued the policy only keeps you know a fraction of that keeps half of that so they're going out and buying reinsurance from from one or two or three carriers to try and build up that total limit that they're offering um, and with a with a market that's tight and capacity that's hard to get everything's just more expensive and you get coverage limitations as well can you tell us a bit more about how the purchase of reinsurance is becoming a crucial component for health systems and, large, and other large entities seeking property insurance coverage, just, just like you spoke a bit about a, a little while ago, but what types of reinsurance policies might be most impacted by current market challenges? Well, you're, the, the reinsurance, the, the policies that are going to be most impacted will, will depend on the location of the insured property. So it is definitely going to be more difficult if you're in an area 
that has significant natural catastrophes that are the are are usually the trigger for the reinsurance. So if you're in a coastal area or you're an area prone to uh, to to windstorm, an area prone um, to forest fires, any of the big name events where you read about in the paper and you see this will be a billion, billions and billions of dollars worth of property losses. Those kinds of geographies are the ones where it's most difficult. So it is, it doesn't matter where your property is, right? First and foremost. Um, but even if you're not in a, in an, an area where it's prone to one of these severe natural catastrophes, you can still have a problem because the capacity is, is tighter. It's hard for the, the, frontline insurance company to go buy the reinsurance in the amounts that it wants. So if you take that billion dollar policy limit that I talked about, you know, it might be that the carrier issued in the policy only takes half of that. It might be that a few years ago, they took all of it or they took three quarters of it. And now they don't take three quarters of it. They only take half of it. And then they have to buy, you, know, you have to find a partner to, to, to fill out up to a billion. So that's the difficulty is that because capacity is tight and every carrier is really offering less limit, then you have to get more carriers on a program. So, Kevin, what can reinsurers, insurers, brokers, and others in the industry do to help systems and other larger entities mitigate and manage these potential challenges that you talked about? Well, one of the first things that we do is we like to take control of the total placement. So if you place a policy with a carrier and that carrier is going to go reinsure it and, and, and buy reinsurance, you know, from two or three others. What we like to do is we like to, to, to really break apart the program. So it's not a one policy placement, but it's a shared and layered program. So then we as the broker can go to maybe a dozen carriers and try and negotiate the best rates for each piece of the program. Part of the problem with the placement of reinsurance is, is that uh, the carrier issuing the policy has a favored reinsurer and they go get the price and the price might be high and that just get that just gets passed along as opposed to true true a true um shared and layered limit where you go to uh, dozens of carriers and if you're trying to build a, a billion dollar limit maybe you buy a hundred million from 10 carriers and it's more cost effective to do a shared and layered limit and have more people participating if you can get it because the pricing might be better for everyone to give you a hundred million and have ten of them than it is for th for two of them to give you five hundred million. So that's just a structural change on a on a large property placement. The other thing that's very important today is 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 the quality of the data. If you need to make sure that your statement of values explaining how your total limit, how you got to your total limit, like is it accurate? Does it reflect the true cost of new construction today? So the data that you provide to an underwriter is critical because they're skeptical about property values being accurate. And then the other thing is we all, all sophisticated brokers will, will do some preliminary cap modeling on behalf of their client and they'll put the, they'll put the locations into the cap model, but you can't stop there. You need to then check and see what's accurate. Or what's inaccurate? For instance, we had a we had a a, a large uh, placement where the the geo pin. So so when you when you're doing location, they they use geo tracking to pin where the location is. And if you put in a street address, well, that street address might be say the mailbox at the curb, but the building could be a couple hundred yards back from the curb. 
And that could be, in this case, that was the difference between someone being in a flood zone and someone not being in a flood zone. So you really have to scrub the data, every aspect of the data, and make sure that you find any potential error or, or make any potential clarification you can to get the underwriters comfortable um, with the risk. Can you tell us a bit more about what CAC Specialty is doing in these areas? Well, we're doing we're, we're doing really what I was just saying, which is we are taking a program and dissecting it into pieces because we found the pricing is cheaper to do a shared and layered program. We're scrubbing the data to make sure that that underwriters that that we you know if something's not in a flood zone, good, right? You you don't want to have it be in a flood zone, so you scrub the data. And you also make sure the values are accurate. One of the things that's happening is is every large entity, every large health system would expect to have a blanket limit so that the total of all of their values is applicable to any one location when needed. Well, that's one of the things that gets scrutinized as carriers are suspect of the, the values being a true reflection of today's replacement cost. And it's really important not to accept, accept scheduled limits. Some underwriters will say, oh, we would, we'd like to offer a renewal, but we, we're going to go by the schedule. So instead of a billion dollar limit, what they're really doing is they're giving you a hundred million for this building and 50 million for this building and 200 million for that building. So that if you do have a significant loss, you're capped at those, at those lower sublimits per the schedule. We, we do not recommend that clients accept that. Even, even sometimes carriers will say, well, we'll put, We'll put a margin on it. We'll put a margin clause on. So it's 100 million plus 10% or something off that schedule. So we, we fight very hard to make sure that doesn't happen. Keep your total blanket limit. Make sure it's applicable to every location. And to do that, you might have to increase the values more than you, than you wanted. You might say, Oh, it seems like a 10% increase in the value seems like a lot. But if that's going to keep your blanket limit, it might be worth it. Can we expect to see continued limited reinsurance capacity in the market for the remainder of this year and as we move into 2024? Absolutely. At the beginning of the year, we talked to some reinsurers who's, who said, we don't know how much capacity we'll have in the second half of the year. Their capacity was so limited, they were afraid they might use it up by July. Um, so we, we continue to see that trend where capacity has shrunk. And, you know, certainly just the news today, yesterday with the storm, which is going to be multi-billions of dollars and, and the other, the wildfires I mentioned, it's just a continuation of the trend. This, the severity of natural disasters is meaning that fewer property reinsurers are offering the capacity they offered before. So that's the most important thing is to make sure you're out early. You go to as many carriers as possible because you, you could likely, uh, you know, find yourself unable to buy an appropriate limit if, if you if you don't work early and, and work extensively. Longer term, do you expect to see any big changes in the market, any new developments in the market, anything that might impact the property reinsurance market going forward and also its impact on health systems over the next several years? Well health systems have, have started to see some some increases in their in their property premiums and they've started to see some limitations of coverage or some higher deductibles. You know, if you are in a windstorm prone area, you might have a deductible that is a percentage of the, of the, of the values in that area, right? The very, so instead of maybe a hundred thousand dollar deductible, it could be a, 
a million dollar deductible based on on that location. So what we expect is more of the same. The 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 there is there's no there you know normally in the insurance market when prices get more expensive and capacity shrinks, new entrants come in. And while uh, I did read an article earlier in the week that one new entrant came in into the Florida property market, for the most part, we're not seeing an influx of capital and an in, in and an increase in the capacity yet. And until that happens, we're just going to continue to see the same kind of tighter restrictions and higher costs. And as, as, as long as property claims are paid out in the magnitude that they've been paid out over the last few years, I, I think it's just going to continue on this trend. Kevin, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Oh, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. That was Kevin Carnell, Executive Chairman of Healthcare at CAC Specialty. For AMS TV, I'm Lori Chortis. Looking to get the attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms to do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day, find out more by contacting our Advertising Services Business Development Team at 908-882-1706.